Hi everyone, welcome back to Manifesting in Style. I'm your host, Ava Salmasi, and today I am here with stylist, content creator, and my friend, Sana Galani. Sana, thank you for being here today. Of course, I'm happy to be here. Amazing. Today we're going to be talking about being a stylist, being a creator, and also being a business owner. Um, so I'm excited to get started on this episode. I feel like a lot of people know who you are from your outfits, obviously TikTok, Instagram, but I feel like a lot yeah. of people don't know your story and how you got started. So I kind of want to begin yeah. there from the very beginning. Um, how did you start? Kind of walk us through a little life story. <laughs> so I honestly, so fashion has been part of my life ever since I grew up. And I feel like I didn't take it seriously until after I graduated college. So I went to Texas A&M. I'm from mm -hmm. Texas. I don't know if y'all know, but <laughs> Um, I majored in business technology mm -hmm. and after I graduated, I got a really good consulting corporate job. It was a nine to five and I had to wait like six months until I started because I graduated mm -hmm. pretty early. Did you graduate and during the pandemic? It was like right before. Okay. Cause I was supposed, I was supposed to graduate during the pandemic, but right. I graduated early. So it was uh -huh. like, it worked out perfectly for me. But during those six months I was waiting to like start my job, I uh, applied to Louis Vuitton. And, oh, really? Yeah, and like absolutely loved working there. Like, I feel like that's where I started like getting an eye for styling and like oh learning. Oh my gosh, I did put... not know that. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, you, were, it, you were a stylist there, like consult? It was, it was like client advisor. Client that's advisor, like, okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I was so sad to leave after those six months because like I fell in love with that job and I met so many people through it and I started working and I was working for like a year and a half and I realized I was just like this is not what I want to do with my life like okay. I and my social started popping off during that time too mm -hmm. so like I was growing as a content creator but I was also mm -hmm. like getting into styling on the side yeah so I decided to quit my job and just focus all my energy into that were you posting fashion at first on socials or it was more like couple videos like okay. I would do it with my boyfriend I and think then, I remember that yeah <laughs> and then I noticed like people would like my outfits mm -hmm. in my videos and yeah. it, Instagram was more of like my mm -hmm. way to express my style back then but then I started doing the get ready with me's on TikTok and that's how it like kind of popped off pretty recently honestly right like a year ago I feel like yeah yeah when you started like posting your outfits like last year before my first New York yeah. Fashion Week. Oh my gosh. Okay. Exciting. Yeah. So you were and still are a creator, but when did you decide that styling is what you wanted to do? Because that's like a completely different level. Yeah. So basically like when I started noticing people like asking me where my outfits are from mm -hmm. and like my friends and family would even ask me to like come over and help them pick their outfits. Right. And I was, it was just so time consuming mm -hmm. for me at that point where like I started making those virtual lookbooks for friends and family. And they were just like, you should make this like a business. Like you the should virtual lookbooks are so cool. Like I, honestly, yeah. it's like, I feel like it's just as intimate as in-person styling, honestly, like the way that everything comes together. And like, I feel yeah. like people can really see the outfit like all laid out instead of you know individual pieces and then them trying to like imagine themselves in it I feel like it's really helpful yeah I I feel like it like brings mm -hmm. your like the visions in your head of an outfit yeah. that you have it just brings it more to life and right. like enables you to like visualize mm -hmm. exactly what it's gonna mm -hmm. look like yeah that's so, so important um how yeah. difficult was it to start okay so in the beginning it was really difficult because uh -huh. I was doing the job of like 
20 different people at once. Like everything, everything that I've put into my business has been on my own. And Mm -hmm. like, I started it from the ground up. Like Mm -hmm. I was doing the communication aspect of it. I was doing the accounting, the Mm -hmm. website development, like everything. Mm -hmm. So like that, I guess that I would say that was like the hardest part for me was just like being able to prioritize those tasks and like Mm -hmm. make sure everything comes together and like I can have a successful business. Right, right. That's all important. How what's your daily schedule? Can you describe that for us? Cause you do so much. So yeah. I feel like people would be interested in that. Yeah. So, um, basically I'm like influencing and mm-hmm. styling at the same time. So I do a little bit of both, but first thing I would say, I'd, I just like to wake up and drink my coffee and like mm-hmm, read through me my, too. <laughs> yeah, like I handle all the communication stuff in the beginning of the day. So I'll answer right. emails. I'll talk to my manager and see like what mm-hmm. I have on my plate for the rest mm-hmm. of the week. Um, and then from there, I'll start styling one of my clients. So I, I stick to two clients a day because I like to put all my time and energy into like making sure that right. my clients looks like are very yeah. personalized and Speaking like based of your, on what they want. Right. Speaking of your clients, who are your main clients? Do you think like age group, career, who, who reaches out to you I, the most? I think, um, TikTok celebrities, Instagram mm-hmm. celebrities, and mm-hmm. just like influencers in general are like my main niche okay but I have a big audience that like will order lookbooks um through my website so it's like a little bit of everyone and I would say the age gap would be like 18 to like 35. No, I saw you have, there. I was checking how many followers you have on Glani Fits. 86,000 is literally crazy. Yeah. It's so yeah. exciting. Like that's, that's insane. How many people are seeing your stuff? Um, yeah, yeah you deserve it, but it's, it's from the reels, bro. Like yeah. reels do so good on Instagram. Now. No, it's perfect for what you're doing, especially. Oh my gosh. So how much did yeah. the reels do you, are people reaching out to you kind of from just seeing your reels and things like that? Yeah, like I'll get a lot of DMs and people will be like, um, like they'll send me my own video and they'll uh, be like, I, I want to dress like this. Like, can you start, can you make me a lookbook with like outfits uh, that are similar to this? So <laughs> I love like yeah. seeing that because I'm like, okay, like I'm people actually are really like, liking doing... this. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. So, what is it like yeah. picking pieces for so many different types of styles? Like I can't imagine picking out pieces for other people because I'm just like so focused on my style so you kind of really have to expand your thought process when picking out the clothes like yeah, what would definitely. they like what kind of style do they have um yeah. yeah so what is it like picking those pieces so I would say styling different types of people is like a learning experience mm-hmm. for myself definitely. because you literally open your mind to like so many different types of looks like especially like right. when I style like hijabis or modest mm-hmm. people it's like a whole new world of right. clothes and because of that like I do so much research on like different Mm -hmm. kinds of pieces and brands and I feel like I the knowledge I have now and versus like when I started is like insane it's like a huge difference yeah definitely and I love getting like a variety of people I feel like like it makes it more fun it makes the job more interesting (laughs) it's like more challenging but I can also like showcase my talent as a right. stylist exactly yes it makes you so much more versatile what do you think that yeah. your main source of inspiration is I would styling? say pin- Pinterest I feel okay, like same. <laughs> in the mornings like I'll like endlessly scroll through right. Pinterest so many different ideas on there is your and- homepage on Pinterest perfect now like not perfect but you get just, like <laughs> naturally like you don't really have to search for things yeah yeah it's that's literally, how it is too. It's- 
super like my style but like at the same time I'll search different things and like immediately it'll be exactly what I'm looking for right right and you can derive so much inspiration just from like one piece that you're not even looking for but it'll just make you think of another idea so Mm -hmm. yeah I always talk about getting inspiration from things not actually taking like copying it but yeah like I'll find a piece of clothing and not even want to wear it but then it just sparks an idea in my mind of something else that I could do so I feel like I was yeah literally just thinking about that today like copying (laughs) versus like taking inspiration Mm -hmm. it's like it can be done in so many ways without having copy the whole thing like right right piece by piece yeah I do so many episodes on personal style and it's just like I always talk about taking inspiration finding inspiration everyone takes inspiration that's how people Mm -hmm. find their style but it's about making it you and making authentic that's what's really going to make you feel confident in your style exactly so I know that you offer a styling quiz for your clients once Mm -hmm. they um place their how would you call it order yeah it's like (laughs) it's like placing an order right right um how much does that help when creating the outfits? I think that's like my biggest like resource when I right. style people is right. because like I ask 25 questions mm-hmm. and all those questions are based on like what the client likes and what they mm-hmm. dislike. And I give them an option to like tell me specific things about what they might not want to see in their lookbook or what they mm-hmm. specifically want to see in their lookbook. And like, let's say like a client doesn't like leather. Right. Like, or I style them in a full on leather outfit. Yeah. I'm able to know, like, that's not what they want. And Definitely. Even if it's for, like, a specific event that they want mm-hmm. to get styled for, like, I'm able to know that. Yeah. So it's really it, helpful. Exactly. So that's the first thing you do when you create outfits for your clients. What's the next step after that? Um, research. So mm-hmm. if they give me, like, their style inspo, like, mm-hmm. their, their favorite person, that's, that's important. Style that too. They, like, yeah. yeah like I'll I'll look them up I'll look at like what kind of vibe they have mm-hmm. um if they give me their personal Instagram I can go and see like what kind of clothes would suit they them feel best comfortable in and everything yeah. amazing yeah. yeah yeah does does styling so many different types of people expand your personal sp- style and your personal perspective on fashion yeah I feel like you can relate to this like yeah my, <laughs> my style is like changing on a day-to-day basis that's what I say forever evolving yes (laughs) and it just depends on what mood I'm in is like how I'm gonna dress that day but I feel like from the people that I've styled Mm -hmm. it's like given me so many different types of like versatile options to like choose from going forward and like I know about so many more brands now too that I can like buy stuff from so Uh yeah it's definitely changed my style yeah I feel like with what we do even though I just do the content creation side it's like we're constantly part of our job is looking and seeing what brands are popping what people are wearing what the trends are and like what people are liking for the future seasons and everything so it's definitely part of Mm -hmm. the job like we're constantly on our phones not even just editing in itself that's a full-time job and like scrolling is like a job at this point endless (laughs) scrolling and saving and writing things down it's so much um so would you say that styling different people kind of alters how you dress like if you were kind of opposed to a clothing piece but then you style it are you like kind of more open to it after you style it that's happened so many times yeah like like like, oh wait that's kind of cute yeah like a client will be like I want this piece Mm -hmm. like in my lookbook and like I'll style it for them even though I know like I'm not gonna like it and then I see the whole outfit put together I'm like it's kind of fire like yeah yeah I probably wear this (laughs) right um 
let me ask like what is your definition of fashion I would say my definition of this is so basic but it's like Uh so true just like being yourself and Mm -hmm. like expressing yourself not Mm -hmm. just like your fashion sense and like what you like like style wise but like who you are so like I feel like I've always stood by this my whole life is like how you dress is like expressing who you are as a person exactly I would say it's the biggest form of self-expression and I don't know I just Mm -hmm. have such a different idea of fashion than I did a couple years ago like now I look at it when someone's wearing something that I wouldn't personally wear I don't look at it as oh I don't like that at all but like I look at it as they're like expressing themselves and that in itself a person can make something that's not cute to me super super cute that's fashion yeah and I feel like confidence is like the main Mm -hmm. key of like Mm -hmm. pulling an outfit off literally you could think it's ugly on paper but like if you have the confidence to wear it like no one can tell you you look bad because you know yourself that you don't so Mm -hmm. exactly yeah now that we're talking about personal style as someone whose occupation is fashion as a whole what is the main piece of advice you can give people who are struggling to find their personal style I would say trying new things so like whatever vision you have in your head like try it on until it makes until you can make it work right so like whatever, try different clothing uh, pieces with something yeah. to make it work right experimenting yeah. experimenting with different styles different pieces and just like wearing whatever makes you feel best right right I feel like styling in itself, finding your personal style is a process I feel like no one ever officially finds their personal style like we said it's evolving you know forever changing always yes yes and some people are kind of I guess impatient with it sometimes I'm impatient I mean I feel like we're all impatient people but finding yourself is a process so what can people do like now to spice up their daily outfits I think adding always adding like a pop of color Mm -hmm. is something that will make you stand out and if you if you don't like color like if you just stick to neutrals I would say just getting like a statement piece and making it like the most loudest part of your outfit. Right. I feel like statement pieces really make Mm -hmm. or break your outfit and it can help you like elevate your looks. Definitely. I feel like putting a statement piece and then just surrounding it with basic choices, like basic shirt, if you have statement pants, it just automatically, Mm -hmm. that's an easy way to make an outfit for sure. For sure. And jewelry. Jewelry too. (laughs) Accessorize always. What's your favorite trend right now? Damn. Um, I know you see literally thousands on a daily basis, but what's something that you really are interested in? I'm a huge fan of sunglasses. I mm-hmm. really love like the chrome sunglasses. Mm-hmm. I know it's like kind of old now, but just no, like big, yeah. big shaped sunglasses is like my favorite thing in the world. And uh-huh. I, would, I would say like, that's my favorite trend right now. I'm starting to steer towards bigger glasses as well. I think my mom always wears bigger glasses and she's always worn them, but now they're coming back in style. And I feel like they kind of look better on my face. Like, (laughs) yeah. And I also like, like the weird looking sunglasses, like Mm -hmm. Autolinger. Yeah. Like they have those like big bulky sunglasses and different colors. I love those so much. Right. And you know, all the up and coming designers. So what's a designer that people should be on the lookout for? I really love the Attico. Mm -hmm. Um, Their pants I mean, everyone's copying their pants now, but just like their clothing in general is like amazing. Their shoes are so fire too. Right. Uh, I definitely feel like this year or next year, they're going to have some big pieces. Definitely. Also, that just reminded me of Acne Studios, even though so many people know about them. Like every time I go into their store in New York, I'm always blown away by the pieces. Uh, Just like the presentation. It might just be the store or the clothes. I don't know. Everything all together. 
just so I feel fire. like they're they're really like overlooked as a brand mm-hmm. like I feel like celebrities are just starting to wear Acne Studios. I feel like more. I see a lot of their accessories, but not their clothing. And I think yeah. that needs to change for sure. Yeah, their clothing is really nice. Yeah. From a business side, since we're both business women, I feel like it's important to talk about the business side of things. Being mm-hmm. creator is essentially business in itself, but how is it balancing being a creator and a stylist? In the beginning, it was hard balancing things because, mm-hmm. like, I had just newly started a new business and, like, right. I, I couldn't figure out what to prioritize more. Mm-hmm. And now it's, like, I have more help on my hands. I have people working for me. So it's been easier to spend more time, like, making content for influencing and content creation and stuff like that. And then also being able to style my clients because I know that people on the back end are doing, like, the you know, the paperwork for me, right, the deals right. for me. So Amazing. now it's like a lot easier. Definitely. Um, for those wanting to be a stylist, listen up or become one, how would you guide them to start? Honestly, I would say do what I did. Like start working at a, not even mm-hmm. like a high-end design. Gaining experience. But, yeah, just like a retail store. Mm-hmm. And network with people. You meet so many people through just like working retail. Right. And you just need one person to like give you a chance. Like if you style one person and they end up liking how you style them, you can Mm -hmm. add their feedback to your portfolio and like basically help you evolve as a stylist in general. Can you walk us through what, what exactly is a styling portfolio? Is it just kind of all your work? Yeah. It's basically just like all your work. You can like list out who you've styled, Mm -hmm. um, the brands that you've worked with Mm -hmm. and like what you've used to style those clients. And if you've done it virtually or if you've done it like physically, right? make sure you have like behind the scenes pictures and stuff like that so you can show your work and like everything. Right. And you do most of your styling virtually, correct? Uh, I would say like everything is everything virtual. Everything virtual. Would you yeah. ever, for people listening and want to get styled by you in person, would you ever mm-hmm. move or do like, Go, go to somewhere for a period of time where yeah. a lot of people are and do in-person styling yeah I've had actually a few people ask me to like fly out to them and style right. them in person because I feel like more more so for like celebrities it's easier mm-hmm. for them to like work on a like a face-to-face level right um and I I would consider it I have considered it it just mm-hmm. hasn't been the right time for me because I've been so busy with like other things on my plate right but in the future I like plan definitely plan to like work on a face-to-face level obviously success isn't overnight how do you recommend that someone can stay consistent especially if things aren't working out for them at the start yeah I would even for me like I am nowhere near as successful as I want to be I'm always working to get to the point where I like my future goals are and the best way that I've stayed consistent is prioritizing my tasks even if that's Mm -hmm. like on a long-term level or a short-term level like right get a project management app and mm-hmm. list out like your tasks for the day. That way right. you can stay like on schedule and you're not mm-hmm. behind and you're giving time to the things that matter most. Exactly. A tip I have, and I've noticed is the easiest way to stay consistent is creating content, whether that be posting Instagram pictures or maybe creating content for a business, creating everything in advance. So that way you have like weeks of content in advance lined up. That way, if you yeah. don't like life is life, if you don't feel like doing something, especially us as creatives, if we don't feel like doing something, we can't make ourselves do it because it's not going to be yeah. good. No, so exactly. Yeah. So it's just 
being a creative person is already enough thought in itself. So you don't want to force yourself to do anything, but I feel like, yeah, mm -hmm. creating content in advance, like th these, po this, these podcast episodes, I create in advance. So that way I yeah. drop the entire podcast and everything's done. I'm not slacking. Yeah. And that's kind of what I want to do with YouTube too. Are you doing YouTube? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, like I did. I uh -huh. used to. And then right. I don't know what happened. Like I just it's stopped a lot. Making... That's a full time it, job in itself. I feel like YouTube is like the hardest content to create for me. Definitely. I mean, it takes the longest. I feel like to pop off on there. It's it's usually not overnight. Um, yeah. But yeah. You should definitely start. You'd be so good. I or, think I will actually. Styling. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Styling and like mm -hmm. just like talking about trends um, and even like day in my life, but like longer yes. versions yes. instead of the ones like I Those do. Those do so well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. Can you tell us your lowest point in business and then kind of your highest point so far where you've realized that your hard work is being paid off? Yeah. So I don't feel like my hard work has paid off yet. Yet? Uh, no, you have no. to give yourself some credit though. Little by little, I, some credit. I feel like I'm the type of person that's like never satisfied. Yeah. And no, I'm like that too. And I have to like teach myself to be. And I'm way. working so hard to like be proud of myself, mm -hmm. but like, it's just like when you see so many people doing so much better than you on social mm -hmm. media, even though it's like not as mm -hmm. as it seems, you know, like right. everyone's lives are different and like behind the scenes, it's completely different. But mm -hmm. like, it's really discouraging, I feel like, to see all the success that people mm -hmm. have had and then like compare your end up comparing yourself to them. So like then you're never happy with like mm -hmm. how far you've come. I get it. I'm definitely working on that, but my lowest points, I would say is like, it happens in like seasons. Like I feel like I've hit a low point, like here and there every mm -hmm. single, every single year. Um, but just like not being appreciated or recognized by brands that I really love. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you can relate, but like going to New York fashion mm -hmm. week and then like getting a no and it's just like, well, I, get it. I mean, I feel the industry, a lot of people in the industry now, so it's much harder to get into things now than it was maybe mm -hmm. a year or two ago when everything was kind of fresh like TikTok was fresh you mentioned in the beginning of the question that it, you kind of don't give yourself some credit but when you do or do you do you still not give yourself enough credit like in this moment yeah honestly like why I don't know, I, I don't know. like I'm trying so hard to okay. like, work on that but I think that you should look at it just as you're looking at other people doing these amazing things people are looking at you and thinking that way too so you have to think about yeah. that like that's you know true. other people are looking at your people's inspiration too <laughs> yeah that's true yeah I yeah mean, so you have to look at it like that i mean i feel like as i'm, I'm definitely like mm -hmm. grateful and thankful for like the opportunities exactly. that I've yeah had and like what i've made out of them i would never say like i'm ungrateful about the right. things that i've done i just don't like I have this like expectation that's like that's I fine feel like honestly that's that's what successful people have they constantly have like a really high expectation for themselves and they're constantly yeah. working towards it so I think you're doing amazing and you 100% whatever is the highest in your mind you're gonna get there you've done everything so quickly yeah, I love you <laughs> I love you um on the topic of manifestation I feel like we've had so many conversations about this I mean I don't know if you guys heard in the beginning of the episode or if I mentioned it, but me and Sana are actually really good friends. So we always have conversations about different things. I know you are a spiritual person, but on the topic of manifestation, what practices do you say you use the most? Me and you both, we we love journaling. Yeah. And that's like my number one way to mm -hmm. like manifest the things like, right. that I want. 
and I'm like a very like I have severe anxiety Mm -hmm. um just like mentally and socially Mm -hmm. so when I'm able to like express my feelings on paper exactly I feel so much better it clears your mind completely like it's crazy how much just one like 10 minute journaling session could do for someone um how do you journal what's kind of your format so I have this one specific journal um mm-hmm. honestly i forgot the name of it but it has like a it's guided for... yeah it's guided journaling okay. like it has a template like okay, every single yes. page is like the same okay. but it has like a section for like what are you thankful for today mm-hmm. um what went well today yeah and thoughts and feels and um how much sleep you had and like yeah i love that for... it's little things yeah. that people neglect and yeah just, and yes it makes you think about like I don't think about things like that I don't mm-hmm. think about how much water I've had today but yeah. like when I sit down and journal it it's like okay I got a lot of things done today and I exactly. should you know and sometimes we're so busy and we forget to take at least like 10 to 15 minutes for ourselves and t- templates like that and journals like that can really remind us you know to be thankful for the little things the water mm-hmm. the food yeah. everything yeah um, exactly yeah okay that's amazing love that can you just ask, do you have any cool stories about anything about manifestation or about thinking, like when you were working at Louis Vuitton, like were you thinking about this is where you want to be right now, where you are right now? No, no, honestly, no. I had no, no idea. Like <laughs> I was going to be like a TikTok creator slash yeah. stylist when I was working at Louis Vuitton. Like I was just doing it to like. Did you know it, that but... you wanted to be in fashion though? Yeah. like I knew I wanted to do something with fashion career-wise I just Mm -hmm. didn't know what it was and I wouldn't say I figured it out until like this past year like last year Mm -hmm. is like when I was like putting the pieces together I'm like okay like this is my true talent like this is what I want to pursue my career in and that's so important because I know people get discouraged because people have such clear career goals and they're like well i don't know what i want to do but it's all about see you had the broad topic you had fashion you wanted to do fashion and you tried different things and that's how you got to where you are so i think it's just so important for people to try try different things that have to do with your interest and you will find it like you did yeah (laughs) yeah and i feel like just creating like even short-term goals will like help you get Mm -hmm. closer to like finding out like what you want in life exactly yeah long-term goals they're nice to have but make sure underneath the long-term goal you have the short-term ones that way you don't Mm -hmm. get discouraged you know every step is progress exactly so yes okay amazing i think that's pretty much it for this episode thank you so much for being here thank you for having me of course (laughs) had so much fun talking about this with you and make sure you guys check out all of sana's socials sana's you want to say them my instagram is sana galani um tiktok sauna balaji mm-hmm. i need to change that i don't know why it's like a <laughs> nickname and then my styling page is at gilani fits and my website is gilanifits.com perfect i'll link everything below thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of manifesting in style i will see you all next week and as always happy manifesting